Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. Thank you for joining me. Uh, just a reminder, I do have a Patreon waiting for that first uh, first patron. Will they ever appear? I do not know. Will it affect anything? Probably not. Uh, but today, we are starting with the word agitative. A-G-I-T-A-T-I-V-E. This is an adjective from 1697. The definition just says, causing agitation. Next we have agitato, uh, A-G-I-T-A-T-O. This is an adverb or an adjective from 1801. In a restless and agitated manner, used as a direction in music. Agitato. The etymology says this is from the Italian, which literally means agitated, and that is from the Latin agitatus. Next we have agitator, A-G-I-T-A-T-O-R. This is a noun from 1663, one that agitates as a, one who stirs up public feeling on controversial issues, as in political agitator, or b, a device or an apparatus for stirring or shaking. Next we have agitprop, all one word, A-G-I-T-P-R-O-P. This is a noun from 1935. We have the synonym propaganda, especially political propaganda, promulgated chiefly in literature, drama, music, or art. Uh, agitprop is also an adjective. The etymology says this is uh, a Russian. It looks like it's from, uh, it's taking the first four letters of agitatsia uh, plus the first four letters of propaganda. Next we have AGL. This is an abbreviation, all caps, for above ground level. Next we have the word, uh, it looks like aglia or aglea. Uh, capital A-G-L-A-I-A. This is a noun from 1579, one of the three graces. And it looks like it is from the Latin, originally Greek. Uh, so I, I don't know who the three graces are. I'll have to look that up. Next we have aglare, A-G-L-A-R-E. This is an adjective from 1866. We have the synonym glaring. As in, his eyes aglare with fury. Next, we have a gleam. This is an adjective from 1854, gleaming especially with reflected light. Next is aglet, A-G-L-E-T. This is a noun from the 15th century. One, the plain or ornamental tag covering the ends of a lace or point. Two, any of various ornamental studs, cords, or pins worn in clothing. The etymology looks like this is from the old French aguille. Uh, not sure of the pronunciation of that, which means needle, which reminds me of Game of Thrones. Uh, that is from the Latin acicula, or acucula, which means ornamental pin. And that is from the Latin acus, which means needle or pin. And there's more at the word acute. A-C-U-T-E. Next we have agley, A-G-L-E-Y. 
This is an adverb from 1785. It is chiefly Scottish. We have the synonyms awry and wrong. Awry is spelled A-W-R-Y. As in, the best laid schemes, o mice and men, gang aft aglay. That is from Robert Burns. Next is a glitter. This is an adjective from 1865. Glittering, especially with reflected light, similar to a gleam. And I have never seen it, but uh, I'm guessing the vampires in uh, Twilight would be a glitter. Next is a glow, a g l o w. This is an adjective from 1817. Glowing, especially with warmth or excitement. Our next word is aglicone, or is it aglicone? No, aglicone, a g l y c o n e, and it looks like it could also be aglicon. This is a noun from 1925. An organic compound, as a uh, phenol or alcohol, combined with the sugar portion of a glycoside. Next is AGN, all caps. This is an abbreviation for active galactic nucleus, or active galactic nuclei. Our next word is agnate, A-G-N-A-T-E. This is the first form of agnate. It is a noun from 1534. One, a relative whose kinship is traceable exclusively through males. Two, a paternal kingsman, or no, kinsman, sorry, there's no G in kinsman. So I wonder if uh, agnate is, uh, looks like it's specifically uh, male, I wonder if there is a female version of this, and, and what that word would be. This is from the Latin agnatus, which is from agnaski, which means to born in addition to, that is from uh, naski, which means to be born, and there's more at the word nation. Next is our second form of agnate. This is an adjective from 1782. One just has the synonyms allied and akin. Two, related through male descent or on the father's side. And agnatic is an adjective. Next is agnean, capital A-G-N-E-A-N. This is a noun from 1939. We just have the synonym Tokarian A. So, Tokarian is spelled T-O-C-H-A-R-I-A-N. I'm guessing on the pronunciation, and it's probably just the definition A. Looks like the etymology is saying this is from Agni, A-G-N-I, which is an ancient kingdom in Turkestan. Agnize is our next word, A-G-N-I-Z-E. This is a transitive verb from 1535. Uh, it is archaic, and it has the synonyms recognize and acknowledge. This is from the Latin agnoscere, which means to acknowledge. Uh, that is from noscere, which means to know. Uh, and there's more at the word know, K-N-O-W. Next we have agnolati, or agnoloti. Looks like this would probably be an Italian word. Uh, it is spelled A-G-N-O-L-O-T-T-I. This is a noun from 1953. Pasta in the form of semi semicircular cases containing a filling, as of meat, cheese, or vegetables. 
Anytime you fill pasta with something, it is good. It looks like、uh, I'm paring this down a little bit from the Italian anello, which means ring,、uh, which is from、uh, the Latin anellus, which is from、uh, anus or anus. They would probably say, which means ring, and there's more at the word anus. When you read the dictionary, sometimes you have to keep your head out of the gutter. Next, we have agnomen, a g n o m e n. This is a noun. From 1665, an additional cognomen given to a person by the ancient Romans as an honor of some achievement. Cognomen is C-O-G-N-O-M-E-N. I only spell that because it is a、uh, not a particularly common word, and I don't really know what it is.、Uh, the etymology says this is from the Latin、uh, nomen, which means name, and there's more at the word name. Our next word is agnosia, a g n o s i a. This is a noun, circa 1900. Loss or diminution of the ability to recognize familiar objects or stimuli, usually as a result of brain damage.、Uh, that does not sound like a condition that I would want to have, or I would want anybody to have.、Uh, not being able to recognize things sounds like that sucks. This is from the Greek agnosia, which means ignorance,、uh, and that's from uh, gnosis, g n o s i s, which means knowledge, and that is from gignoskin. Don't know what that means. We have one more word for today, and that is agnostic, a g n o s t i c. It is the first form of agnostic. This is.、Uh, A word, yes, it is a word、uh, that is brought up when religion is talked about, and religion can be a very hot topic with some people. Sometimes I get into religious conversations, but I try not to、uh, get too aggressive about it. To go back to our、uh, previous episode, but this definition is saying it is a noun from 1869. One. A person who holds the view that any ultimate reality, as God, is unknown and probably unknowable. Broadly, one who is not committed to believing in either the, either the existence or the non-existence of God or a God. Two, a person unwilling to commit to an opinion about something, as in political agnostics. Agnosticism is a noun. The etymology says this is from the Greek agnostos, which means unknown or unknowable,、uh, and gnostos, or what there's a g at the beginning of gnostos,、uh, means known. And then there's、uh, gignoskin. Is that the same one that I read before? Yes, gignoskin. Again, don't know about the pronunciation. That means to know, and there's more at the word know. K n o w. If I had to pick a label, which I don't really like doing, I would probably have to call myself agnostic.、Uh, to be perfectly honest, I don't know what is up there, out there, all around us.、Uh, may, I may never know.、Uh, there could be, there might not be. I just have no idea, and again, probably never will have an idea. That will end this episode. The first word for the next one will also be the word agnostic. It will be the second form of it. 
Thank you for listening and goodbye.